This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Nine games to go in Skybet League 2 with league leaders linking up next under the lights and in front of the cameras on Monday night. The last thing the Stags needed was a roller coaster week. But that's exactly what happened with a poor defeat at Port Vale and then a stalemate at Crawley. And yet, Stags fans approach the weekend in party mood as John Radford makes the final payment to fully own the one-court stadium as MK Dons slip up at Morecambe. Goal difference puts us back into third. Football, it's a funny old game. Coming up this week, we join in the celebrations with cake. Totally nothing to do with the fact that I've had today off work. And as Ben Turner reflects on a solid display at Crawley... Do you know what? I think we've gone in there initially we're heartened that we've gained a point and then we think to ourselves, one of them goes in, we're back in the driver's seat in the, in the automatic spots. Gaining a promotion is not easy. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Boss David Flickcroft also says poor away form has left him in pain. Certainly the fight, the spirit, what you want to see away from home as a supporter. I felt really low uh, with what... I've offered up as a manager the last two games away from home and, um, you know, two massive turnouts, Notts County and the, and the turnout we had against Port Vale. Uh, it's hurt me and hurt me bad. All of that and much more, including your comments, questions and general musings, this is the show for the fans, by the fans. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast. hurt me and hurt me bad but to come down here you know and represent back to normal will take this point and it's definitely a step in the right direction Well, he could be talking about anything. He, of course, is talking about the point at Crawley and stopping the rot away from home. But this week, with the great news that John Radford has made the final payment to he who shall not be named, no, not Lord Voldemort, uh, 
for the one course stadium the Stags certainly are heading in the right direction nine games left to go in Sky Bet League 2 starting with the big one on Monday night under the lights in front of the Sky cameras can Mansfield Town beat the league leaders and continue there and tighten their grasp on third place or will they slip back into the playoffs lots to talk about this week as always but because we are first and foremost uh, a panel of superstitious people for the last couple of weeks what have we not had Nathan Edge biscuits and what has happened over the last couple of uh, days Cam we've lost we've lost and been beaten however the biscuit ban shall remain because we haven't played a home game since the last podcast but we have got because it's a celebration no not of um, the Stags stopping the rot on the road not of the Radfords buying the one call stadium and making the final payment but and a year's friendship is it we should have realised this yeah. seven years friendship oh, yes. of me and Nathan on Facebook means we've actually got cake and anyone who fo- follows my uh, Instagram story will have seen me making this uh, today and we have actually written I have actually written on it Mansfield Matters so this is a Mansfield Matters celebratory cake in other words it's nothing to do with our friendship whatsoever it's actually about Mansfield isn't it yeah I'm not buying it <laughs> <laughs> what a week it has been though um, disappointing one a bit of a strange one it sort of started on a low and ended a little bit on, on a high cam let's start with Port Vale on Saturday I'm still blaming your dad. Yeah, uh, it, it's, my dad is it, never coming to an away game again. Uh, that's um, three away days now, and we've lost all three. But in all seriousness, though, yeah. <laughs> an absolutely woeful performance. We can't hide away from that. Company. Oh no, not at all. I, I think it's. I think it was woeful, but I think it's the same situation we've been in earlier this season. I think that's a massive fact that it's we've not put as chances away when we've had them, and. Uh, and we're not being threatening enough and up front. And I know we've not got Walker and making them making with manager at year for a team that, well, on paper she wouldn't have much confidence. Came out and re- really hammered us, to be honest. And it wasn't a, a Mansfield team that we'd really seen this season. So to go there and for the first few minutes it wasn't that bad, but. We, you could see just as they settled into the game as we settled into the game it was only going to go one way and that was that they were going to come away with the three points what's particularly been going wrong Nate on the road because aside from Crawley we'll come on to that a little bit later it's not been great for probably about two months in re- if we're being really honest I think that's it? saying it nicely as well not yeah. been great I think it's been, uh, been worse than that um, I think you've got two things that have been the main issue I think one the the sort the type of teams we've come up against. Uh, they've been especially in the uh, Port Vale and, and Notts games, for example. They've been two teams that are absolutely fine for their lives. You know, was, uh, when we were playing uh, Port Vale, they they still had the risk. I think there's only two points clear at that point, so they still had that chance they could drop into the relegation zone if we beat them and the results went against them. So, uh, but now they've got a bit of daylight. So we we were coming up against some teams that are desperate for points. And the most important thing, they, it was a battle, and unfortunately, whenever we've had to battle this season, we've we've uh, we've not shown up, especially recently. That's a huge problem, though, isn't it, Cam? Because with nine games to go, every single game on that fixture list is a battle for for a variety of reasons. Oh, definitely. Even the games where you think, oh, we we might have an easier day, no, because if you look at like Cambridge, Northampton, Oldham, Stevenage, for example 
teams that are in the mid table they they're not going to want to do anything they're not going to do anything this season all they're going to set out to do is ruin our season so even if it's not going to look a ridiculously hard task on paper it's going to be much harder because they're going to try and mess your season up right royally teams are at this stage of the season fighting for three things promotion or the playoffs against relegation or for new contracts and to spoil the days of others out of envy and, and jealousy no easy game no game is an easy game oh definitely and we have got some tough games coming up and I think the toughest on the entire list is definitely Monday night but I think I think Dave will have had every single player out scruff at next smashing their heads off at wall after Port Vale on Saturday and it was an improvement on Tuesday night but it's still not the man to have we've seen so far so what's gone wrong recently? Well he said after the game at Crawley Nath that he had the players in on Sunday all the injured players included brought the entirety of the squad together and almost hinted at having it out so to speak yeah. and what do you think was said in there because for me there's been a lot of key figures who have perhaps shied away from arguing and holding back it was needed almost to clear the air if you like oh, I think so I, I mean it would have been amazing to be a, a fly on the wall in there wouldn't it and to be able to, you know, be able to actually hear what was said but you know, I hope it was an opportunity where people really spoke their minds because I think it it's something that obviously needed doing because there was players uh, that, like you just said, that we know have got the ability but they haven't been showing up to games and uh, for whatever reason, I know it's not good. We've, we we are we have got a lot of injuries and we had risk of suspensions which have, which have now gone thankfully. Um, so um, you know, let's hope that whatever that was said that day has been. Uh, you know, used constructively and they can take it forward because we've got nine massive games left of the season. As always, get your comments in on the live feed. Always want to hear from you. This, of course, is the show for the fans by the fans to have your say on your team. Paul's been in touch and says, from now on in, every game is a cup final for us. Monday is going to be interesting, though. Uh, Roger says, said it last year, it would not be an easy game by a long chalk at Port Vale. Always wanted a win, but, all, but you can't always have what you want in time. Um, and uh, Liam's been in touch to say, talking about George Grant says Grant for me has been useless since the county game what do you make of George Grant I mean for the last couple of games Cam I felt um, he's definitely been off the boil a little bit I'm surprised he started uh, Crawley on Tuesday to be fair but he had his mate back in Tyler Walker only seems to turn up when Tyler Walker's playing doesn't he in some respects well yeah but yeah, I think it's a fair comment that I think he's been not quite on it since the county game I think that would probably knocked his confidence there's only really been since then that he's been poor because when he came in he were absolutely on fire and he was straight in it with the goals and the assists and we thought this is going to be a fantastic signing this is going to be the signing that gets us over the line and now it's like knocked his confidence and I don't don't know how we're going to get that confidence back other than getting a, an assist or getting a goal but either way, I think we just need to sort it out as soon as possible. The thing is with, with Grant is, is it's exactly what Notts fans and, and to some extent Luton fans have, have been saying. Is He's one of those players that he's absolutely incredible when things are going well. But when things aren't going well, you need that, that little bit of a battle and uh, someone to get stuck in and play a different way. He doesn't turn up and, and, and unfortunately he's one of those players that it's even more frustrating watching him in that situation because you know he can do it. But then he still tries to play the way he was doing, so he's trying these fancy fancy flicks. And like I said, they're amazing when they come off, but when they don't, and when you're playing bad, 
there's nothing more frustrating and it's, it, I think that's why um, you know fans have been getting on his back but on the flip side I can see why Flitcraft has been sticking with him because he's sort of that player where it's just could take that one moment of magic and that one moment of quality that could undo the defence and I think that's why he's been sticking with him Paul says Granty needs to stop all of the showboating and play a little bit more simple I like the lad and he has talent but he needs to buckle down and graft I call him yeah. Flash Flash is his nickname for me because nine times out of ten he does try the fancy flicks and sometimes it pays off and it's great and I, I, I like it and especially if other players around him can read it but sometimes I think he's got to remember he's in a League 2 team at the minute and it's not always going to come off and, and when you're winning that's, it back that's a fine bit. isn't it when, yeah. you, when you're playing well and winning games like he was when he, when he first came in like you, want, you, you enjoy seeing that and if it doesn't come off then you don't mind as much but when you're playing poorly and, and I mean Paul Vale like, in the first 10 <clears> minutes we gave the ball away 35 times and I think he was responsible for 12 we gave that. the ball away after 3 seconds from our own yeah. kickoff. I knew then we'd lost the game <laughs> yeah, the, before we'd even bothered playing tone, didn't it? Yeah. that's what it's been like we're just not keeping the ball so the last thing you want to see at that point is these fancy flicks when they're not coming on like like, like, like you said in the comment there just just keep it simple and let's you, some, sometimes you need to go back to basics and and just do that and get things right and get onto the ball a bit more and then you can start trying to improvise and, and be create more creative. Victor's been in touch and says, we need to play the football that got us into this position in the first place. Completely agree, but the problem we've got in the minute, Cam, is the players who were, you know, pivotal mm -hmm. to that aren't playing at the minute because they're, they're injured, they're out. You look at playing it out from the back through Alejnik, only ball-playing keeper, in my opinion, that we've got, and that showed on Saturday at Port Vale with Smith I think he's a great keeper and a great shot stopper but again sort of struggled when he had the ball to feet and we were being pressed Hayden White right wing back obviously out injured Matt Preston Ryan Sweeney both missed uh, Crawley obviously Matt Preston missed Port Vale Sweeney got injured in, in that game as well you know even as far as to say Danny Rose up top and players like that as well we're missing so many key players that got us in this position in the first place we've almost had to start the season afresh well definitely and I think when we got such a settled squad having these injuries and suspensions has unsettled us and I think that's probably been as big as downfall to be honest we, get, we're a, we were a very settled side we weren't making many changes per game it was always seemed to be the same goal scorers this don't get me started on changes making changes oh, I'm, I'm bottling well, it up for later don't worry well, that's what I mean it's like we were so, so settled and then I think we did need to, the changes on Tuesday night we'll wait for that I'm, 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 we'll, we'll move on to that yeah, later I'm really interested to <laughs> what you're going to say later good but, I need cake to calm me down we need to finish the cake first just, but when yeah. When when we are such a settled squad, and but we have to make these changes, it really worries me that we haven't got this like harmony in the squad that we can just play this similar sort of football. I know we've got to change it up slightly, but we work on the same stuff in training. Why? Surely it must be something that the whole team can work towards, not just a set eleven as such. I think for me, Nate, that's perhaps the core of what was said on the Sunday in the open meeting the fact that we have relied so heavily on the same lineup the same sort of 11 12 13 players and now all of a sudden 50 60 percent of them aren't available yeah. that's sort of maybe been the issue no one's sort of had the responsibility or the bottle to step up to the plate and come in and say no this is what we're going to do from here on in 
Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I do remember sitting sitting here several weeks back, but we and we were saying though that every player had still played a part. I mean, yes, we were starting with it, we sort of had the same starting lineup most games, but we did see a variety of players coming in off the bench. So, you know, you, you'd expect them because they've been involved throughout the first half of the season that they would be able to come in and and start games and take that opportunity. But it, it's obviously not happened. But again I think criticism unfortunately has to go a bit to Flipcroft because we've had to make the changes he's had no choice about that he's had to make the changes but it's a change of system which I think has taken too long to come about in my opinion uh, Sam's been in touch tonight and says I've said since Bobby has been out that the football's been different from not playing from the back totally agree if you look at sort of where we started to sort of suffer a little bit it was that time wasn't it around you yeah. know lead up to Christmas Christmas time when alleging it to I think that's the injuries. first of first of many injuries though wasn't it you yeah that's that, the it, sort of the bad it spell. wasn't long until Whitey followed then and then, <clears> and then that that for me is probably the next key one because you, you're then shuffling the, the defence around I think that's what's happened we've, we've had to accommodate and shuffle you know you look at probably the, the whole thing in, in general and we're not missing many forward players really and obviously Walker's been suspended but injury wise we're missing Davis and, um, and and Rose and Jordan Graham of course, yeah, of course, Jordan Graham as well. But you, you still sort of look at it and think, okay, you've still got players that, you know, with Khan and, and Grant and Walker and players at Jose that could still be okay attacking them. But the problem is, is because of all those injury uh, problems we've had at the back, we've had to pull players like CJ back and be more defensive minded in the midfield and things. So that's probably affected us more going forward than, than what we think. Uh, keep your comments coming in tonight. We've just started a live poll on our live feed as well. With nine games to go, where do you think the stakes will finish? Top three playoffs, or will it be League Two next season? Get involved and have your vote on that. We'll come to that a little bit uh, later on. Uh, Mark's been in touch tonight and has almost uh, asked the question which has maybe lit the fuse a little bit uh, for me. Um, do you think that bringing on Otis Card in the last 20 minutes would have changed the dynamics and maybe the result on Tuesday? Yes. I like Flickcroft. I think he's a good manager for us and he's done great things in the time that he's been here and I think the future looks bright on, under him. But somebody needs to explain to him that you've got three... You can use three substitutes for a bloody reason! It's... Why? It's been... There's been many games this season, it's not just Crawley, where it's been calling out that a change needs to be made just to freshen things up, bring fresh legs on and maybe fresh ideas... Tuesday was a prime example, Nath, wasn't it? And even more so, more so surprisingly, is that he didn't start. Well, you could argue that, but even, oh, well. you know, <laughs> regardless of that, um, you look at how well Khan did when he came on at Port Vale. You know, I've, I've been quite critical of Khan over over the season. I know he's been out injured, <clears> but a lot of the times he's, he's sort of uh, he's come on but not really made that much of an impact. But actually, I felt Saturday, given the circumstances, he actually did make a bit of an in impact. So. When it, we're coming to sort of the last seven, you know, when we got to seventy minute point in the in the Crawley game where we sort of wasn't creating much going forward, it was absolutely crying out for me. I, I just I expected it, and uh, the guys I was with, whenever you know we knew a sub was yeah, the ball would go, I was like, is it Khan? Is it Khan? And it just and it wasn't. And I couldn't. I genuinely couldn't believe it. It was one of those, wasn't it, where you you looking at it, Cam, and you're thinking, where can we make an impact? I mean, I get it, and I get why he didn't perhaps do it because having lost three away games on the bounce changed the system he needed to stop the rot and maybe he felt that going for broke and sort of you know rolling the dice to 
to try and win the game and get three points might have backfired, which I can understand and appreciate because when you're starting to build from afresh, you need to build from a draw and you need to start with that solidity of a clean sheet. But Crawley at that point weren't really in the game. We were bossing the game and we hit the post. We had a couple of shots and efforts blocked, maybe a little bit of bad luck coming in again. But that one change, that one pair of extra legs against a tiring Crawley could have been the difference and I don't want to put a curse on it and touch wood cross fingers lucky rabbit's feet and all that stuff at the end of the season if it's two points which makes a difference between promotion and the playoffs could we have got those two points at Crawley by making one or two changes which we still had in our armoury if you look at it that way I suppose we could have had 16 or 17 other games that we could have chosen then yeah most draw one of the most draws in the league but it, it it's difficult for a manager because it's like if you bring a player on and change the game and we lose then it's your fault and you're you're a villain if you bring a player on changes the game and we go win you're a hero if you bring a player on and they don't change the game I can physically hear the cogs ticking if you bring a player on it doesn't if you bring a player on and they don't change the game you're the villain again because people will think oh that's the wrong sub so you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't exactly and that's we had 10 games together in probably about 10 minutes yeah it was one of those subs that was so obvious to anybody though I think I'd imagine probably everybody in the stag's end was thinking that sub's surely going to come yeah don't forget everyone's a football manager these days I'm just saying Victor's been in touch and said he asked when is Danny Rose coming back your guess is as good as mine I spoke to him last week I think it was last week uh, yeah it would have been now yeah last week early last week uh, and he was just about getting back to having a solid diet rather than a liquid diet he said to me then it could possibly be the week of the Lincoln game more towards uh, the crew game maybe extra away more realistic it will depend on um, it will depend on fitness and game time and of course which is far more important psychological state of mind because he needs to have a game or a training session which is a little bit rough and ready because if he doesn't have that the first challenge he goes for could affect his game we need Danny, Danny Rose in mentally strong rather than playing on oh I could get hurt again I mean we all, we've all seen horrific injuries think back to John Thompson in the conference days and other incidents as well players have not been the same player since he needs to have that rough and ready that psychological pre preparation is more arguably more than the physical because he's, he's been training he's been running oh definitely any ideas if there's any reserve games coming up at all because that would be the perfect time to get him in <coughs> and you think a lot of the teams that we do play in reserves they don't play youth players a lot of the time a lot of the teams that we do play are at higher division teams most of the time like your Doncaster teams like that where they've got relatively big squads I'm sure we've got Notts County on Tuesday the Tuesday yeah, after after Lincoln I, I looked I looked through my calendar the other day and I'm pretty sure I saw that one who so knows with Tuesday the reserve coming on Tuesday afterwards but I know where I who knows with the reserve league mate because <laughs> fixtures get moved around left right and centre true, it's, very true. It's, it's one of those weird things but you got, are right though because it's certainly psychological isn't it it, it is yeah it is massively psychological for those battles for a striker of Danny Rose as well I mean a lot of people talk about it's his strength isn't it yeah. that, that whole battling winning headers 
diving. Uh, no, sorry, winning headers. Um, you know that that's what it's, it's not is. called diving. It's called it's called strategically winning free kicks. Which is, to be fair, he does he, he does get that for us. To be fair to him, but um, and the, the thing is, you're gonna as bad as it sounds when you're a defensive, you know, the the opposition as well. That. They'll know what what's happened to him, and in some ways they'll probably well, be a bit more critical of him. Yeah, yeah, that's going to happen. So he's got to deal with that, and he's got to still try and play his game. It, you know, it's not. You know, I don't. You know, I'm not going to expect him to come in and you know absolutely set the set the league on fire. I, you know, I just don't, I can't see it happening. Paul says to be fair, Danny uh, to Danny, he wasn't pulling up any trees before he got injured, was he? I hope the rest has rejuvenated his spirits and he comes back with all guns blazing. For me, it's it, like we've said numerous times, it's not all about the goals. It's about what he can bring in terms of holding the ball up, winning physical challenges. And if I, again, felt at Port Vale that that would have been his game. And I felt it Tuesday night as well. The amount of crosses we were getting into the box. All right, we were two 0 down at Port Vale when we started turning up and bloody playing and bloody wanting it. But the amount of times we were getting the ball in the box, it needed someone of Rose's presence to get in there because there was no physical presence. We'd, in there. we'd get the ball in and there'd be no one attacking it. And at least Danny Rose had been physically throwing his body at it yeah, to exactly. try and I mean, get something on it. Yeah, I mean, like I say, people you could argue hasn't been informed, but you look at the last two games. If he was an option, would you be playing him? And I, I think ninety yes. percent yeah. of the. Uh, um, you know the fan base will probably say yes. Yeah, so. I suppose with with this spell looking at on on the sidelines, I suppose he's had that that chance to see us play, see us see what's going right, what's going wrong, report back to the gaffer. Because obviously, if it's something that the sports analysts have seen but maybe not thought of or whatever, and maybe Danny's seen somewhere that he can affect the game. I think he's probably be more relieved his sidelines, to be honest, because he probably wouldn't want to be a part of what's been on the pitch. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> let's hope it, it does give him the energy and, and the desire back. And we've always said Danny's thrives on big occasions, and we've got, what, nine games left. Every single one is massive now just because the position we're in, and it, it's statistically now still a better position than last season wouldn't it be great if he came on he came back for Lincoln out of the blue and last and did, hey, did a few weeks ago I said that when we were on about his goal jar I said that his next goal was going to be Lincoln but that was before his injury yeah um, so you never know it. maybe that was fate come on at last minute score a, a winner who knows that'd be great but it's, it's the effect he has isn't it because like Alex McDonald he's a crowd pleaser and to get just to see him warming up down the touchline and get the Danny Danny Rose going and all that, that's going to be a boost to his confidence. And then when he comes on, if he gets on, it can affect the game. It gives us a lift, especially at home. And we need David Flickcroft spoke about a lack of character, didn't he, after Saturday, and a lack of uh, people leaders and people who want to play for the shirt. He's one of those players. And if you look at the spine of the team, and with him back in, you know, with Pierce, McDonald, Bishop, and Rose four characters there who will play for the shirt every single week and you know run and run and run uh, other comments coming into that I want to get to them that's why I've got the phone uh, before that I uh, before that I lose, lose them um, I've read one about Khan uh, Roger says one thing that was a little bit disappointing was some wayward crossing in the second half at Crawley uh, when good situations could be made of Tyler got, nearly got the winner at the end uh, David says no coincidence that we have played out of character whilst Bish has been, Bish 
has been riding on one yellow card away from a two-game ban. That and Hayden White being out, White is an integral part of the way we play. Uh, Roger says, agree, Hayden is a very dynamic player when he's on song. Uh, like that skip and hop thing he does with the ball. Uh, and he says, to be fair, he's a step over King. Uh, Mark says, I'm a big fan of David Flickcroft and appreciate everything he does with the team, but he does seem single-minded at times. The Otis decision being a, an example. I understand he didn't want to dis disturb the equilibrium of the side but sometimes you have to take the chance I think everyone watching the match was thinking or shouting the same can we just have some appreciation for the fact that I managed to say equilibrium yeah, twice so out, <laughs> <laughs> can we just have a bit of appreciation for that but, uh, absolute right point I think the key thing you know if you look at the game as a course of the season you are frustrated that the substitution wasn't made and that we didn't come away for, with three points but if you look at it in isolation as that one game to stop the rot to stop the sinking ship if you like to plug the gap it's something to build upon isn't it and to take into the remainder of the season because from here on in we cannot afford to slip it is getting so tight and it's only thanks to Morecambe of all people that we've managed to get back up into third yeah, but on goal difference Morecambe have got the world's greatest defender in Richie Sutz of course they have yeah why did I forget yeah. he was there but they did concede they were 3-0 up and, never, 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 and then they still, and then they still won but swings are roundabouts yeah. though with this league the, it, MK Dons are another team that yet again have come down to this league think oh we're, we're going to smash this I think Chesterfield and Knox County said the same thing this season and last season and look where they are both now I think that's the point there's going to be a lot that Changes throughout the rest of the season. You know, even though with nine games left, there's still, um, you know, like it's happened with us. There's been teams down the bottom that I just keep picking up points because they're fighting for their lives. But the issue is where you just said there a minute ago, Craig, about um, you know steadying the the ship a little bit and taking a point. The problem is, is that you look at if you isolate the last two games in particular, Port Vale and Croy. Yes, they're both away, but six points up for grabs and we're coming away with one is that something that's going to get your top three my worry is that I, you really need to be getting more points well let us know your thoughts if you're watching the live feed tonight we have got a poll live at the moment with nine games to go where do you think the Stags will finish top three playoffs or will it be League 2 again next season 60-40 at the minute in the votes I won't say uh, which way as yet keep those votes coming in obviously the Stags had to make changes on Tuesday David Flickroft made five of them Conrad Logan back in goal good display uh, from him making a couple of smart saves especially in the first half another change though was at the heart of defence where Ben Turner made his second start of the season fitness wise a little bit if if he bought I thought, felt for me Nathan I don't know about you that it was a really solid display and a display of leadership and strength that we needed in that back four yeah. I mean he couldn't do much worse could he than his uh, appearances so far and I, I don't mean that in a, in a horrible way but I think he'd be the first to say that the you know the couple of appearances that he'd made off the bench so far haven't been very good ones. Uh, I think even um, Flickroff was transparent with that in his interview. So, you know they know that they know he hasn't been the player that we expected. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bit worried when I saw his name on the team sheet because if he was the same player that we've had so far, we was he might as well just played with one defender in there, with Pierce on his own sort of thing. But you know, thankfully he proved me wrong and he sort of shown us glimpses of. Um, you know, the player he can be and you think if he's full, fully fit you know it could it could be a really decent defender so um, you know 
good on him for stepping up when we needed him. I did admit that I felt the same. Let's hear from him then. We'll get his thoughts on that goalless draw at Crawley and his uh, uh, performance. Let us know in the comments as well your thoughts uh, on the performance of Ben Turner. It looks like, potentially, uh, with Preston and Sweeney in particular both injured, it would depend on Sweeney's fitness and the FA ruling on the concussion thing, whether he takes uh, an active part in Monday, uh, that he could be a mainstay in that back four uh, for the remainder of the season, depending on fitness and get and recovery. Um, let us know on your thoughts on Ben Turner. Without further ado, though, Kate break. We've got to emphasise on the positives from that because um, we've had a little sticky spell away. Um, and it's important that you, you kind of stop the rot somewhere away from home. We've got to have a platform now to go and uh, carry on. And uh, obviously it's, uh, it's nice to gain a point on MK Dons again. But we were fighting and scrapping for each other for 90 minutes, which hasn't quite happened away from home the last few games. Um, we got back to basics in that respect. Uh, we earned a clean sheet, the whole team, not just the back four and the goaler. You don't get clean sheets just, just from the back four and the goaler. And we created some chances, and unfortunately they didn't go in. I think there was a, a, a large element of bad luck. Um, I don't think the finishes uh, were actually too bad at all. I think Tyler really deserved a goal for his, his run, and he's, it was a good finish, hit the inside of the post and somehow bounced back out outside. Um, Grant, he's had one blocked, which is an unbelievable block. Fair play to their defender. I don't think he can do much more. It's just a very good block. And um, I remember CJ had one and he's, he's gone hard and low and it's just just wide. And I think there was one more in the first half, but it's not um you know it's not people blazing it over the bar or anything like that. It was just just didn't quite go in for us, but um, it's certainly something to, to build on. And while we haven't got ages to improve because we've got nine games left now, uh, we've come off the pitch. We found out we've gained a point on MK uh, and it's on to Lincoln. Do you know what? I think we've gone in there initially we're heartened that we've gained a point and then we think to ourselves one of them goes in we're back in the driver's seat in the, in the automatic spots but um, gaining a promotion is not easy um, it's a marathon not a sprint um, it's, it's a point in the right direction the Notts County game obviously I only trained a couple of days um, due to sort of injury problems at the time um, it's probably a bit early for me but um, I wanted to play um, I got booked early, which didn't help. Um, and then obviously I came on the other day in, a, in an away performance that wasn't good enough. The gaffer said it wasn't good enough. It was very difficult coming on into that kind of environment when we'd just gone 1-0 down due to a bit of a freak goal in terms of we had a, we had a concussion and then and they scored while we had a concussion. It's very unfortunate. Um, but no, it's nice to, to start a game uh, with lots of training under my belt now, um, get a clean sheet and, 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 and sort of... I feel like it's kind of this is the night where hopefully I've got my Stag's career going as it as it were. Safe defender Ben Turner there speaking after that goalless draw at Crawley on Tuesday night. You can watch the full thing on mansfieldtown.net forward slash I follow. One thing I noticed in there, Nate, now not the fact he was spinning out more quotes than Flickcroft, <laughs> uh, was the fact that he sort of has held his hands up for a bit of a sluggish start to to life at Mansfield. I like an honest player. Yeah, and I think that's probably. Um you know, an important factor, and as long as he can realise that, he knows he's got to do something to to change it. It's a good thing, and um, you know, he said there, he, you know, he came in Tuesday night probably earlier than than what they would have liked, but he had to do it. Picked up an early booking, so he couldn't have got to you know much of a worse start, as in for settling his nerves, etc. But um, you know, he did the job that he needed to do. So, and and what I liked is what he said right at the end there, and he said, <coughs> hopefully that's his start of his stag's career. That's what you sort of want to hear from a player. Is, He's not just thinking about here and now, he's thinking about it long term. Because we're not looking, Cam, are we, at a player who's just come to pick up some money. We're looking at a player who's played at every single level in England, um, in the from the foot, League Two all the way up to the Premier League. 
we're looking at a player with experience, a player who, to be fair to him, prior to sort of early January, was playing regularly in the Burton side in, in League One at a good standard, bar for a, an injury which sort of took him out a little bit. We're looking at an experienced pro, and we have on paper got a squad which lacks that experience and at this time of the season with nine games remaining a player who's been in that position multiple times before is a real weapon in your armoury oh definitely and I think credit to whatever Flickcroft and the team are doing but we might have one of the least experienced defences in the league but we've also got the best defensive record in the league and the third best in the in the 70s show that doesn't still count that, that, is that still the case Cause I, yeah I know we keep saying it every week can like, it how really? because it seems like we at the moment I know we, we have been fantastic haven't we? but at the moment it just doesn't how bad's everyone else it's hard to believe isn't it it's, <laughs> I find that so difficult to believe how bad's everyone else if that is the case right? <laughs> MK Dons were the the team that were closest to us and obviously they'd let quite a few in recently more than us wow but yeah I think we were chasing taken aback by that yeah but um I think it's credit to, fair enough we might be losing games but we're only losing them by one or two goals and I know it's it, it's the same sort of games that are going to come back to bite us touch what they don't but it, we just need to keep keep strong and I know we've got issues in defence injuries and suspensions and whatever else obviously Sweens has just come back from suspension now he's got injured now he's a maybe for the Lincoln game depending on if he if he trains on Sunday, but um, well, I'm there training Sunday myself on the three G, so I'll have a look. Wait, I can't look over. Can't I'll, get someone, <laughs> I'll get someone to look over anyway. Super so super oh, training. Do a bit of spying. The blind jokes don't get. I'd be, be a terrible yeah, spy. Yeah, I've not been. In, I've not really been in work, so I can't really tell you. I was bad today off, hence the the cake. I was supposed to be elsewhere yesterday and it got cancelled fortunately so I, I booked the day off before it got cancelled. You're cancelled. our spy, you're our inside. inside yeah, off. Oh, no, well, maybe, maybe next week, maybe next week, maybe t- maybe tomorrow. You're the football spy, I'm the commercial spy, Nathan's... I'm trying Let's to hear from David Flickcroft, shall we? Let's <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Nathan, Nathan just comes for cake. Nathan's going to punch Cam, it's fine. It's, it's, it's all going to be oh, Nathan just comes for the tea and biscuits normally. Well, that's it. <laughs> uh, obviously, this week it has been a bit indifferent. David Flickcroft is a man who doesn't show too many emotions. He spills out quote after quote after quote. Um, but he did admit that he'd been feeling a little bit frustrated and hurt. Let's get his reaction after stopping the rock with a goalless draw at Crawley on Tuesday night. Keep getting involved with the vote on the live feed as well and keep your comments coming in. Here's David Flickcroft. We got our players in on Sunday, um, all the squad, all the injured players, and, and I told them uh, that, you know, the away performance is not Port Vale or unacceptable for a Mansfield Town team. Um, a lot of words were said, and uh, tonight the, the lads have come out and, and actioned them words, you know, and uh, the commitment's there, the fight's there. We had to go to a back four because that's the only personnel that we've got missing Sweens and uh, Matty Preston Aidan White and um, the clean sheet was, was going to be vital it was going to be key they're a real unpredictable team they've got some real good uh, players offensively and, um, and and they're a threat you know they're a, they're a threat in that last third uh, we nullified them to very little chances um, but you know we've got to be more ruthless for three points today we're a bit more ruthless we're a bit more cutting some of the quality we got in uh, and how we got in and how we carved them up um, was 
was excellent. You know, the, some of the work was was really good tonight in that last third, deep deep breaking runs, well timed runs, good support. Um, you know, I'm expecting Tyler to maybe get two. And um, and granted, the ball that CJ has put for him, when, when I talk about championship play, that was, you know, it's a, it's a perfect pass. Um, you want to see the net ripple. Mel's has had a shot that's cleared off. Hey, and credit to Crawley, though. Wow, they put the bodies on the line. They blocked. They threw themselves in front of everything. So, uh, you know, the game had a bit of everything. Um, I think, you know, probably more more personalities come in the team tonight. Um and, and, and down at Crawley or down anywhere away from home you need that you need a personality you need a character you know and certainly the spine uh, we had that you know with, with Conrad with um, with Macca um, Bish and, um, and and Ben Turner you know with, with KP as well so um, it was it was it was, a, it was a man's performance I think we've you know against Port Vale and Knotts it's um unacceptable performances you know and I've, I said that to the squad so there was, there was more of a freshness you know to what we did and um, certainly the fight the spirit what you want to see away from home as a supporter I felt really low uh, with what I've offered up as a manager the last two games away from home and um, you know two massive turnouts Notts County and the, and the turnout we had against Port Vale uh, it's hurt me and hurt me bad but to come down here you know and represent uh, and back to normal um, you know, we've we'll take this point, and, um, and and it's definitely a step in the right direction. Stags boss David Flickcroft there, as always, ending on a quote. Uh, if you want to watch that in full, matchfieldtime.net forward slash iFollow is the place to be. Uh, before we move on and talk about things off the pitch uh, this week, let's just talk about one thing which uh, Simon, who's obviously not with us again tonight, is presumably holding the babies in each arm uh, once more, uh, said on Tuesday in the group chat when we were talking, two words, Timmy Olsnick. We were talking about you know where we were, were missing it was it's a bit of an interesting one for me because obviously he had to go because of the loan situation and I think I'm probably going to be on my own in, in this on, on the panel tonight so I'm have to argue against both but for me and I think I said it at the time I would have been tempted to go and bid for him he's not really featured too much for, for Northampton but for us I felt he was the type of player who when we're playing in a 4-3-3 or you know need that player to push higher or sit and drop a little bit deeper it could have really done a job for us would you have been tempted if the if the finance was right to do what we did uh, with Sweeney end up yeah, getting him on free so yeah but I suppose you look at it this way we, we were looking at Macca coming back not that far after true so do you think that's possibly <laughs> played on Flickcroft and Futch's mind because you think do we keep a player on loan and have to pay two lots of wages I'm talking about buying him I'm talking about well, yeah I know but yeah. it'd still be a sub and then wages after it or Macca's not going to be that far away do we hang on a couple of weeks and just try and but I'm, just, back. I'm just thinking about some of the times where we've been poor early this season we've needed to have that little bit of an injection getting box to box and really doing bits and getting driving at players and having that extra bit in the final third maybe crew away for example where it was very even for the first few minutes and then Elchnick really gets involved and bam we're 2-0 up before half time that's but if you're talking about the one game where he really performed like a lot of the games he, he probably did okay but 
you know, that was never repeated or anything sort of, you know, there was only two or three games where I can really think, you know, we had a cracking game. It depends what sort of sums of money you're talking about. The problem is we've already said numerous times on this show that we're, we're sort of already top-heavy in that sort of area. So, and, you know, we talk about adding another one in there. I, 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 I'd probably say no. I, unless, it was, unless it was, you know, something that we've done with Sweden and we got him on a free and cause obviously he's a young lad and it would have been one for the future but um, at the moment I'd probably say no just down to the numbers that we got in there I think we, we should have enough if personnel were to be part in the summer in that particular area would you look at him? personally no Cal- uh, Nath? Well, I'm with Cal I think probably not Bring back Simon, that's all I'm saying. Bring back <laughs> but Simon. it's like, you think if <coughs> it, it's an absolute quality at League Two, but we wouldn't really know would he be capable of doing it at League One, it'd be another player, it'd be a bit of a risk. Is like, are they actually going to do anything or are they going to be sat on the bench or not even in the squad at all, sat up in stands? I, I just don't think he's good. I just think he's probably an average, an average to, you know, good League Two player. The fact, you know, that. He didn't necessarily pull up any trees at Swindon when he was there. You know, he did okay with us, but obviously, the, the, the staff seeing him, see him week in, week out in training as well. you got to remember that. And he was the one out of all the five loanies that we you know, we didn't keep. So that probably speaks volumes a bit more. And, and like you just said there, he's only featured a little bit at Northampton. Do you so. think that maybe also the fact that we had to keep hold of the other, the other four? Yeah, there is that situation as well, isn't there? Yeah, at the time because we couldn't get rid of Smith at all because that would leave us one goalkeeper. Yeah, we couldn't get rid of Walker at the time. We couldn't get rid of Sweeney. Correct. I'm trying to think who's the other loan at the minute. Well, I think he was brought well, in. It was Nicky Jose and yeah, yeah. Grant, didn't they? Yeah, it were a Jose. Yeah. I'd probably send Jose back and get Elsnick out. Change my mind. Does <laughs> <Well, laughs> that mean we get sponsorship on uh, Elsnick? Yeah, yeah. Jose. Yeah. I mean, Mansfield Matt is not proud to sponsor the player who can't take a bloody <laughs> penalty to save his life. Everyone in the ground could see where you were going, Nicky. Sort it out, son. Uh, anyway, uh, Mark says there will be no excuse. Uh, we'll uh, come to that in a minute, sorry. Uh, Roger says Elsnick had a good start but faded away a bit of shame. Uh, Richard says, I think Elshnick was an unfortunate casualty of signing George Grant, who's recently gone missing. I'll be on Craig's team. Uh, and Mark says, it must be a high tempo from Stags and also pressing game. And again, no excuses on Monday. Now, let's talk a little bit about Monday before we move on to off uh, the uh, off the pitch stuff this week to end. Personally, I'm delighted that we haven't got a game on Saturday, having travelled Tuesday gives us that extra little bit of time doesn't it to, to recoup and, and rejuvenate Nath yeah it uh, gives them um, sort of the other players as well who've just come back from injury gives them a bit more time to recover uh, the players that are out injured you know like we said about Sweeney those couple of days could be vital yeah, could for, be. for Sweeney couldn't and it? we could potentially say if it was Saturday you, you potentially could have been a definite no whereas Monday you're sort of now saying oh maybe maybe he could be ready so just that, the fact that those couple of days could completely change that so, so this um, is a comment that I know I made last week you just look at the games that we've got coming up they're very just from what we've seen earlier this season they're very big physical games we're going to get knocked around so we need to be fresh we can't allow teams to knock us around and I think having 
made a short travel obviously on on Saturday do that in the day we don't have to stay over to then have to do a, a an overnighter for Crawley didn't get back until what Wednesday afternoon or whatever Wednesday midday to have that extra two days really could be a massive thing and I think it's I was reading up in our in the well Turner were talking about it's six days I think the official ruling is that you're not allowed to do any training any football activity and when you've got to turn around in games in that sh- such a sharp time that's vital as we said Nate that it's, it's those two days isn't it which are which, which could prove vital yeah and well, let's, let's just hope it is the case let's hope the players come out and feel a bit more re-energised let's hope that you know, the, you know hopefully should be a decent turnout you know from well, from both us and them as well, obviously they've sold their allocation we need to uh, sell a few more it would, nice. would be nice and um, obviously we've got the sky cameras there so let's hope that our flash players you know the likes of uh, Grant and Mellis for example uh, turn up for it for the, for the cameras because that's, that's the sort of players they are aren't they you want them you hope can we take bets on how many uh, of the players are going to have fresh haircuts for that night can we take like <laughs> do a sweet steak or something <laughs> I'll tell you what I will bet. I, I bet I bet some decent money that uh, Bishop probably gets a, a yellow card in the first twenty-five minutes. Well, first five. Yeah. <laughs> <That's fine>. <laughs> <coughs> but that's the thing. It's like you look this season, and <coughs> as as a League Two as a whole, we've had we've only had one game on the telly so far, <coughs> and that was Lincoln versus Bury, and that was a fantastic advert for League Two football, and then. For us and Lincoln to then do on the telly as well, yeah, no and then us and Oldham, then us and Oldham as well, it puts that one to shame a little bit. But it's I think that was that was uh, probably that was announced obviously before the news this afternoon that Scholes has decided that actually he doesn't like Oldham and decided to go back to yeah. to walk out. I think Sky going to Yeah, I read about that. It's the the owner. Yes, yeah, the issue there. No promise, no money. There you go. Anyway. Basically, but yeah, sounds like us for the last. Uh, it does. We'll come to that. Carol. Um but it's it's about time that League Two gets gets a, a stake on the map, and you think how much money Premier League Championship teams get for being on the telly, and we get I think it's something like twenty thousand pounds for being on the telly, and that's that's something that could be looked like an extra bit of money to put towards the training ground to pay for for staffing costs or extra facilities or whatever, or that's. Um, put that towards a, a, a trip somewhere. So if you needed some indoor training for when when weather when weather's really bad, it's it's going to build and it's something that we could take as a positive. We could show us club off. Oh, Great news that we've got Haslam out finally and fans are going to hopefully come back and fill the mill. Even though it's on the tally, we've sold up quite a lot. But let's hope it can just build for the future as well. Use that money positively. Well, there's the point, isn't it? it this it was announced on Wednesday morning that John Radford had made the final payment to Keith Haslam and the, the Stags, the Radfords in particular, now own uh, in its entirety the One Course Stadium. Great news for the club. The ghosts of uh, Mansfield's past are now completely dead uh, and buried. This is the time, isn't it, Nate, that people need to stop with the excuses. Oh, I don't, I'm not going because Aslam owns part of the ground. I'm not going because I, I don't like uh, 
Murray's players that he brought in because he's still there. I'm not going because uh, I don't like that turnstile 12 uh, <laughs> is a bit dodgy and my season ticket never works. I don't, I'm not going because uh, sausage rolls cost two quid and, uh, and not £1.50 how they used to be. I'm not going because uh, the gate is short. <laughs> that needs to just stop now, doesn't it? We've got the, the ground back in our hands. There's no links to the past. It's all about for the future. And if we can fill the one call on Monday night in front of the cameras, make some noise and back the boys, then it could be that retracting spring to spring us back into life. It's, it's, it's more than that as well. It's about... I feel like we, we need to give something back to John John and Carolyn, you know, well, it's especially John, because it's, you know, it's his money that's that's bought, this, you know, bought the ground back. He's the one that's... Uh, Put his hand in his pocket, pocket, and invested in that, and invested in the in the team. And uh, I mean, you know, I was reading back on his um, on the one of the meetings I had uh, with the Stag Supporters Association. Uh, in 2016, he was talking openly about um, you know what sort of gates we need to be sort of you know breaking even and things like that. And uh, we need to back him. You know, he, he's done what he needs to do for us. It's our, our turn now as supporters and as as a town. To uh, to go in there and uh, you know help him and the, and the club move forward because like you said now we've got that 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 ghost is gone now we've got that dark cloud over that other bubbles that's gone uh, you know the future is all in our own destiny now and we've got the, the opportunity to take it forward. Nathan Edge there, the ghostwriter of uh, David Flickcroft's uh, best-selling novel Galvanised. He's <laughs> um, <laughs> absolutely right though, isn't he, Cam? It's for for years there's been excuse after excuse after excuse to not come out the the gates have slowly been going up yes the under 18s offer has um, has helped that slightly but it shouldn't need to we're in the best position on and off the pitch that we have been for years promotion is within our own grasp within our own reach what more can you ask for we're playing some of the best football or have been uh, for the probably the best past decade or so what more can can people ask for we need to show our support for our town and our football club oh definitely and I think you're right we, we have no more excuses and you could think the only excuse that people could think of is now oh, they're the same players that Evans had it's not the same team though it's, it's not, not the same players they're not, not. Either, if, yeah. no, if name them exactly seriously it's, it's, from from month, from Tuesday's line name who's an Evans player none one. Not one. Logan. 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 Mm. Yeah, exactly. They, they might be the same players on the team and sheet. Nellis, sorry. And Nellis. Nellis. On the team sheet, like the whole pro back of the programme, but they're not the same players you think mentally because you think it was a Steve Evans team that we'd go out and we'd be in front of them, we'd throw it away. For example, Accrington beginning of the last season we'd go out and, and just throw it away and this season you just think it's so the main players in that squad actually show up now for a full 90 and well they've played more for a uh, 100 minutes most of this season with us the times at a time that we've played in some games but they've kept battling and you can't really ask them much more of players we've got a fantastic 
chairman and CEO and a fantastic board of directors and Alex McDonald and Alex Ma- three yeah. three that's how you know anybody else you've been thinking that you know, all that time hello I was just trying to try, try, try. <laughs> yeah three that'll do yeah the, the, the point is like you said there, there, there is no excuses <laughs> is there so um, if, if we can't enjoy what's happened now I know it's been it's been tough the last few weeks and it's and it's not nice watching you when they do lose and you I think the problem is we've got a lot of fear from last year where we did bottle it and we don't want that again that, that's that's not helping but if you can't come out and enjoy the season we've had and enjoy the fact that we're third in the league and and and, and you know and some of the football we have been playing then you're never going to enjoy football are you because you're not going to win every game you're not going to outplay every every team because that wouldn't be football then there's so many ups and downs in a season for every team um, you know you, you've got to take the rough with a smooth so I think if you just said have you been reading Dave Galvin eyes have you swallowed David I've, 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 I've been written up yeah <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, like if you just said to 90% of Stags fans the middle of March you will be sat top three I'd have told you. To have, what, I'd have just laughed at you. This point last season, I'd have laughed in your face. Mm. Yeah, and it's just that hunger and desire that the team have got. That fair enough. I know we were one of the favourites to go up, but purely down to the players that we've got already, as well as the additions that we've made this season, has just made that strong squad even stronger. And fair enough, we bottled it last season, but we know exactly why that happened. And as much as you can throw blames around. We we've not let that side of uh, our past get on top of us. We've not thrown the blame in at any specific player. It's like when we've had a bad game, we've not thrown a single player under the bus, and we've had a, a, a collective. We've been a team, not just individuals for the name on the shirt, on the back of the shirt. At home, I'd agree. Uh, away from home, prior to Crawley, I would, would have been inclined to start to disagree. But especially not County, especially not County, but. As a whole, I think yeah. you're right, and it's, it's that togetherness which brings us uh, together. Um, we, we're asking you early to vote on where you think the Stags will finish with nine games to go. Uh, finished on 63% of you said that the Stags will finish where they are at the moment inside the top three. 30, 38% of you uh, said that they will end up in the uh, League 2 playoffs. That doesn't add up 63 and 38, does it? It's point. Something. It's going to be point something in there, but <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, it's now changed over, even though I've published it now. 67%, I think Facebook heard me say that's wrong. <laughs> 67% of you said top three. Facebook, it's crazy. That's the mass issues, not Thank you. <laughs> and I'm literally reading it off the screen as well. Uh, 67% said uh, top three. 33% of you said in the playoffs. Nobody said it. League two next season. You're going to say next, sorry. I don't know what I've got to say. don't know. Uh-huh. Should we look ahead to the, le- the last yeah. nine, nine games? Nine games yeah. left to go in Skybet League 2, starting with that one, uh, Lincoln. Quick one, quick yes or no. If you were the Radfords, you've just got the one-course stadium back. Um, Lincoln at home on Monday night, there are still tickets available. Would you do a 24-hour fire sale, football for a fiver? Yes or no? No. No? <laughs> okay, Cam. I'm going to stick with Nathan no. Ooh, I'd be tempted to go football for a fiver 24 hours £5 but then you've got to reimburse those and then season ticket holders you do, yeah, yeah, right. season tickets like. always get stitched over I know you say you don't, you don't have to reimburse people but you know what you know what people are like you, you can't 
any any fan any human if they think they're getting if they're losing out 15 quid they're going to do whatever they can to get it back so um, mate I've been in dispute with a well with a well known uh, TV company over over about 50p for the last six months so Richard <laughs> Branson stick that up with anyway <laughs> moving on uh, let's look. prove my point there <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, the last nine games obviously Lincoln at home they're obviously first in the league at the moment big expectations going into that one I think with that one it's all about and I've said this for you know it applies for the last nine games I think we've been guilty over the last probably month or so since we've been in the top three of looking at other teams where are MK Dons what are MK Dons doing what are um, Barry doing what are Notts County doing at the bottom of the league who gives a sh- Scooby Doo about what other teams are doing other than Mansfield yeah, Town. Yeah, but you have to do that when you're not doing the business yourself. No, that's so. why we're taking. That's why I think the players, in some respects, and the way we are on the pitch, are taking their eye off the ball. They've almost got too comfortable in being where they are, and that's what they've, they've looked ahead yeah, and they've not looked down to see the banana skin. And then that's that's probably one of the problems. Like when when you're in the top three, you're there for the taking to be knocked down, whereas. You look at the teams now chasing MK Dons. Okay, you know they've been around there all the time. But look at Tramia; they're in, in great form at the moment. And they're, they're really closing the gap on on both us and MK Dons. And um, I was thinking for a long time it might be a two horse race, but I won't take your eye off them. You they could be coming. Two hundred percent. Two months ago, a month and a half ago, MK Dons and Tranmere both dropped out of the playoffs. Yeah, like completely, and they've been absolutely on fire since. And I think we do need to look over a shoulder slightly because it's like but not we're, we're without not, focusing yeah. on we've got to focus on us but we've got to think what are, oh we can't what, go into games basically yeah. what I'm saying is we can't go into games and think oh we said we're going to be alright we, we're not going to uh, we'll have a look at what MK Don's doing and it do not matter what we're doing because they're playing such and such they're not doing this they're not doing that nobody would have put Morecambe to beat them on Tuesday so it just goes to show doesn't it Football's a weird game, but the, the more the point I was making is like we do need to keep an axe. This ain't going to be easy. Oh yeah, and we've got to think right. They, if they're going to slip up, it might be this game, but we need to pull it out in every game and just hope that they do slip up. Because the easier we can make it for ourselves, the better. And the easiest way of doing that is winning every game, but that ain't going to happen. Scary 100% on that we ain't going to win every game there Yeah, and the scary thing is it's looking more and more likely it could be coming down to that last game of the season Cam that you didn't want yeah <laughs> we, we, we've, we've got to avoid that that is the nature of it's, the it's going to happen, it's happen. <laughs> before that I've obviously back to back home games Lincoln on Monday night and then obviously Crew on Saturday uh, extra way then to end the month long trip to Exeter who's going oh yeah oh yes Dave I would be if I didn't have a game myself it was close for the week before part, part time fan uh, give uh, over where was you Tuesday night Cameron may I ask yeah George Ezra yeah exactly much better than my than you point. Are. I know I know where it was Tuesday night mile from Budapest that's terrible can we not just appreciate that just, can, can we what yeah, I was riding shotgun when I was on the way that's crawling I don't know why well last year was it was a cold <laughs> rainy Tuesday night in Crawley hey, I was, it was lovely uh, when we got down there it was, the sun was out it was actually quite decent yeah. when we arrived 
Three then, but yeah, because yeah, and but, then but, but, and then we start playing. Much better uh, than uh, George Ezra. Well, I was in and absolute then, paradise. Oh. Like you guys. And then after extra away, Cambridge at home, Northampton away as well. Morecambe at home, Oldham away, which is going to be live on Sky Sports as part of that Easter Monday uh, triple bill. Stevenage final home game of the season and the last day of the season. MK Dons. It could all well uh, come down to that, but who knows what may happen. Final few comments uh, from you guys tonight. Um, Roger says I honestly uh, believe we will beat Lincoln no predictions please we've still got to be on, on that <laughs> for the home games um, Mark says somehow we have to turn the heads of the fans uh, of the more famous team supporters how many Man United Liverpool and even Forest shirts are sold to folk that haven't been to a, a live match stop being armchair critics and supporters buy a ticket for you and the kids and support your town's club you never know you might even enjoy it uh, Sam says I'd be more grateful filling the ground with a great atmosphere with uh, selling cheap tickets and Victor says I think we'll win on Monday and start to pull it back around we're third in the table at the moment. Points are tight, but you never know. There's still nine games to go. Still plenty more twists and turns to come. Still many more ups and downs as well. It's a long road, but hopefully with your support, we will get there. That is pretty much it for this week's show. Uh, next week, we'll be with you on Friday at 6.30. Yeah, it's Friday-ish at 6.30. Because next week, very busy uh, week uh, for me. And on Thursday, just simply cannot do it because uh, the local primary school uh, kids will be taking part in the first of two qualifying tournaments for the, this year's John Radford Trophy. Looking forward uh, to that one. Uh, so for the next couple of weeks or so, for the next three weeks, we won't be on on a Thursday night, but we'll probably be a Friday. We'll keep you up to date Ish. each and every <laughs> week. But definitely next Friday, 6.30-ish, we will be here on this Facebook page for the latest Mansfield Matters podcast. Ish. Um, yes, ish, possibly, maybe, <laughs> who knows. We'll change um, the mind before then. No, no, right. definitely next Friday. Definitely next Friday, 6.30-ish. Um, other than that, that is pretty much it. If you have nothing to do on Monday night and you've got Sky Sports, record it. Don't watch from your armchair. Your town, your club needs you. We've got the ground back in our hands 100%. Ghosts of Mansfield past are gone. Doesn't matter about poor away games and poor performances over the last couple of weeks or so. Home form's been relatively good, touch wood, and hopefully that'll continue. Mansfield Town, third in Skybet League 2 with promotion well within their grasp. They need your support. They need you to be loud and need you to back your team. Whatever you do, get yourself a ticket. If you're on the web, on the internet now, watching on the internet, open up a new tab and go to stagstickets.co.uk. I think that's right. And yeah. buy yourself a ticket online or get yourself down to the ticket office tomorrow and buy a ticket. We need your backing. Whether you've been to one game this season, whether you've been to a handful come to the Lincoln game because your support is vital. Every single person singing for Mansfield Town, supporting Mansfield Town, can help get those three points. Christ, this feels like comic relief. Uh, other than that, uh, that is pretty much it. As I say, we'll see you next Friday at 6.30ish. On Tuesday, it's the AFL's day of action. 72 football league clubs will all be participating uh, within the uh, EFL's day of action. Matsfield Town Football and the community will be absolutely no different uh, in that. We'll be showcasing all the work that we do uh, across um, 
the uh, the community within schools and within community outreach as well there'll be lots of videos planned for that and uh, lots of uh, live videos and stuff as well and we'll be sharing them on this page on the Mansfield Matters page as well uh, and can, can I just jump in go on and uh, make sure on Monday night at the match don't go for a pie at half time keep an eye out on the pitch because uh, I'll be demonstrating blind football probably slipping over because I haven't got the right footwear so make sure you watch out oh please say it. I'm absolutely dreading it in First front of the cameras right, right. blind football hello is that Sky <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> blind football has a, ra- a, bu- a, a rattle in, in it which obviously you rely on hearing one it doesn't make much noise on grass two it's not going to make much noise with 8,000 fans or what 7,000 fans in the stadium and three it's half time to go with music on so uh yeah, it's probably not going to go very well. Whilst we're in it, uh, go. Are you going to try? Right, hang on a minute. <laughs> are you going to try and sell something? Yes or no? I'm no, not, I'm not selling. Oh. No, no, I want money for it. No, oh. not happening. It's official though. <sighs> Come on. So yeah, uh, if you want to support your team, uh, show that you are yellow through and through. Don't forget you can get your personalised Stags t-shirts. www.stagspersonalisedgifts.co.uk. I want a meeting with your boss. I want some money from this. <laughs> <laughs> this this cake. These you can plug right, for right, no, I work there. This is this is my channel. I created this. I get say. Um, might be for us, but I created our it. Channel. I might be for us, but I created it. All right. <laughs> Go on, mate. He's about to say me as well, and I'm allowed because I'm blind. So. And we have yeah. also got a blind football section on our page as well. Do you want to sell anything else? Well, that's a fair point. Yes, do, you, do you want to sell anything it's, else? It's a charity. He's selling the car or sofa. Don't forget every Sunday, 3G. Uh, Nathan's <laughs> blind football training. Since when did this become bloody country? <laughs> um, don't forget Easter holidays. Um, SSA Junior Party, I jump. Don't forget my PayPal will be commented below if you want to just donate a pound to me as well for being here. Can I have some money for the ingredients for the cake? (laughs) This is the craziness that Mansfield Town brings upon you. Will we be back next week to do it all again? You bet. You get yourself to the One Course Stadium and we will end this week by saying, as always, a massive thank you to you for watching and for listening, but also this week as well for the tireless work done behind the scenes by the owners John and Carolyn Radford who made the final payment this week the one course stadium is ours once again and let's hope that we kick off a new era and the next step and the next chapter in Mansfield Town story with three points against Lincoln on Tuesday night get yourself to the one course stadium we'll see you next Friday at 6.30 on the show for the fans by the fans why? because that's what matters it damn right does come on you stags nine games to go league one it's hurt me and hurt me bad but to come down here you know and represent back to normal will take this point and it's definitely a step in the right direction away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.